As the Biden administration aims to speed up the transition away from fossil fuels and combat climate change, many of the battles between conservationists and business interests are being waged over federal land across the vast Mountain West. KHOL's Will Walkie reports on the millions of acres and thousands of livelihoods at stake in Wyoming. This story is part of a Rocky Mountain Community Radio reporting collaborative on the transition away from fossil fuels. Ann Chambers' Nobles' roots run deep in Sublette County. She's owned a cattle ranch for years in Cora, population 142. My husband and I have descendants of the longest continuous black Angus herd in the state of Wyoming. It's 101 years old, the herd. One of Noble's many side hustles is being a local writer and historian. And she says it's pretty hard to tell the story of Sublet County without mentioning fossil fuels, and in particular, a natural gas boom that occurred in the late 90s and early 2000s. This was the, the best of times and the worst of times. And it really was that all in the same sentence. Geologic discoveries in the area, plus a new pipeline network built all the way to California, allowed surveyors to extract massive amounts of natural gas and oil. The local well count exploded from just 58 in 1997 to more than 1,300 only four years later. Noble says nearly every aspect of local life was affected by the boom. The revenue that was generated was mind-boggling, and it quickly became very addictive. We went from barely being able to pay salaries for teachers, our classrooms were getting too big, to within a very short amount of time, huge revenues available for our schools. We were one of the first schools in the nation that bought every kid a computer. But there were also downsides. Noble remembers feeling like all of a sudden she should lock her doors because she didn't know all of her neighbors. Impacts on wildlife and drinking water have also been well documented. The pollution was was terrible, and I remember that vividly. I remember I had um, high school daughters that we had to decide as parents whether we were going to have them go to ski practice or not because it wasn't the ozone level was so dangerous it wasn't safe for them to be exercising outside. Ten miles from Noble's Ranch, there are still natural gas rigs dotting the sagebrush landscape and groaning with the wind over a decade after the boom died down. About 80% of the land leased for drilling in Sublet County is federal, and several fossil fuel companies looking for their next hotspot think there might be more resources available here. Steve Degenfelder is land manager for Kirkwood Oil and Gas, based in Casper. He prospects for new mining and drilling spots across the West. So uh, rest assured that most of the actions that, that we propose involve the federal government. I deal with them on a daily, daily basis, not just hypothetical. But since the Biden administration came to power, he says it's been difficult to do his job. In early 2021, the Interior Department suspended new oil and gas leasing on public land, a decision that was reversed later in the year due to various legal challenges. And while a delayed sale is expected in 2022, hundreds of parcels, including many in Sublet County, are no longer on the market because of environmental concerns. Degenfelder disagrees with that choice. You know, we're in between a rock and a hard place. You know, we've exposed a bunch of money, but we can't develop any prospect until we have the lease picture uh, leased up. The Interior Department also recently announced that a complete overhaul of the federal oil and gas leasing system, both on and offshore, is in order. 
and many conservationists are welcoming of the move, including Jesse Prentice Dunn, policy director for the Center for Western Priorities. The laws are 100 years old, and the industry gets to dictate almost every step from where they want to drill, the low rates they pay to get the leases, the low rates they pay to taxpayers when they drill it, and then uh, the requirements to clean it up. And so that, that's really what needs to change now. Prentice Dunn says Wyoming's resources for recreation or renewable energy shouldn't take a back seat to fossil fuels. He also argues that the president's actions haven't been that disruptive. In fact, the number of active oil and gas drilling rigs in Wyoming tripled during the leasing pause. Right now, there are more than 25 million acres of our public lands that are leased for oil and gas, and about half of those are just sitting idle. They got a huge stockpile. They got thousands of drilling permits that have been approved, but they haven't used. For now, the leasing system will continue as it has been, with minimal changes despite all the noise from the federal government. Back at her ranch, Noble says many locals would welcome future leasing for the jobs, but others are against any new development. Her opinion lands somewhere in the middle. I stand to directly benefit from this. So for me to be totally against it would be shooting myself in the foot. <laughs> Come on back, not to the level you did before, and let's, let's, let's all stay calm and be responsible. Noble also points out that squabbles over federal land policy can sometimes miss the bigger picture, which is that it's us humans that need and use this energy. I guess we all have to recognize that we are part of the demand. And if we're part of the demand, we're enabling that drilling. They've got to get it somewhere. It's here. The question is whether Sublette County will see another drilling boom or if the country will decide Wyoming's fossil fuels are better off staying in the ground. For KHOL and Rocky Mountain Community Radio, I'm Will Walkie in Cora, Wyoming.